Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to give you some tips on how to insulate your business from a possible recession. I've talked about how the pool industry is recession-proof, but there are things you have to do to actually make this happen. It's not one of those things where the recession is going to miss the pool industry. That's not what I meant by that or what you want to imply by that. So there are certain steps you should be taking to kind of insulate yourself from the effects of the recession, thereby kind of making your business recession-proof. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. A lot of people point to 2008 as the last major recession, and it was almost like a depression in a lot of industries. The pool industry, kind of the pool service industry, I should emphasize that, kind of skated through that without having too much damage. Even the pool sores survived in a way because more people became do-it-yourself pool service homeowners where they would do the pools themselves. And so the pool stores saw an increase in do-it-yourself buyers And so those increases in sales kind of saved them from total disaster during the recession. And the pool industry, the pool service industry aspect or side of it, we did lose customers. We lost about 10 and somewhere up to 20% of our customers. 10% in my area was pretty much the norm. So if you had 80 pools, you would be down to 70 pools roughly. And that was pretty typical in my area of Southern California. The biggest thing that dried up were any kind of installs or new purchases of equipment. So you couldn't sell people much of anything during that time because a lot of their industries that they were in, and most people that were having pool service were in industries that were affected by the recession. So they had layoffs, they weren't getting, they didn't have customers, maybe they were small business owners. So a lot of that was really a ripple effect of the overall recession in the economy. So there are ways to make your business recession insulated. And this means as we're entering into a recession out there in the general economy, your business can survive and at least be stable and maybe even thrive in some cases because you've taken some steps, which I'll outline here. And a lot of this comes off of going through the 2008 recession and what businesses didn't make it. A lot of the pool builders, unfortunately, did not make it through that recession. And a lot of them had a lot of debt. And that was one of the things that really hurt the pool builders that failed was the outstanding payments that were due them, plus all the debt they were carrying. A lot of them didn't have their own equipment, and they didn't have their own crews, and they were in a lot of debt to the actual homeowners that owed them percentages for work. So if a homeowner stopped the construction because they couldn't go forward, they wouldn't pay them that particular segment of payments that were due. And most of the pool builders back then, and a lot of them today, take payments in phases. So phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four, and then the final payment when everything is done and you're satisfied with the work. Things are done that way today. 
But just imagine that you're a pool builder and you have like a house of cards, basically. Everyone that you're paying is the money that's coming in. You're going to pay the people you hire to dig the pool, to do the rebar and all this. You have no real cash because the cash is coming from the customers that are paying you as they're getting the pool built. And since you have really no cash and everything is kind of on debt, you don't have any reserves. Once the customers stop paying you for that construction because they can't go forward anymore, yes, they're breaking their contract in a way. What are you going to do about it at that point? Because you don't have money to push them and there's nothing you can do to really push that forward. If they say, I can't continue with the next phase because I don't have any money, you can't really go forward yourself and you can't force them to pay you. You're going to have a legal issue at some point with the customer, of course. But that's just what happened back then. People just stopped the construction like in the middle of building the pool. Others may have signed the contract and didn't move forward on it. And so all that future work was kind of put on hold because even though you can enforce the contract and kind of force them to go forward, you can't really force anyone to open the gate and let you dig a hole in their backyard. So they were holding a lot of bad debt, basically. And since they had no cash reserves, they had no way to pay the people that work for them. And then if you're not going to pay your subcontractors, good luck getting them to show up at the next job site. And this was a chain reaction that happened in the pool building industry. The only builders that survived were the ones that didn't have a lot of business debt, nor personal debt. I know one builder in particular that survived this because he has he had no personal debts. And he was able to transfer funds from one thing to another. He kind of pulled through this period of time. We can learn a lot of lessons from 2008 with the pool builders and kind of how they suffered and kind of went out of business. Basically, a lot of them in my area just totally disappeared and no longer exist. And this is because of this particular formula that they ran their business on. Now, for the pool service industry, oh yeah, some of them survived because they actually had pool service companies on the side and they were able to generate enough money with the pool service to survive when they didn't have any builds. So that was the other builder that survived, the ones that had a pool route and was build and were building pools survived just pretty much without having pools built. They survived on the route income itself, and that's what got them through. And so that's a good indicator that the pool service aspect is actually a lot better than the building aspect because the builders with pool routes survived, those without did not survive, and those with a lot of debt did not survive. So if you have a pool service business, one of the first things you can do to insulate yourself from the recession is to pay down as many debts as you can in the next year because if the recession's coming these are like waves of it it comes like you know like a tidal wave i guess where the water gets sucked out first and then it comes in after so right now you may be seeing signs of the water being sucked out into the ocean you see the stock market dropping you see maybe people not spending as much money um, you see you know amazon stock having a loss for the first time ever these are all things that will indicate that maybe the economy is getting shaky. Maybe a recession is coming. There's predictors and there's different people that are saying it's coming, it's not. Regardless, you want to prepare for something. And if a recession does hit, you're not going to see the effects of it until maybe a year from now or a few months from now. But you're going to see a lot of beginning fallout. So it's kind of like when a volcano is erupting. You may see rumbling and ashes. It may not erupt. But some of the fallout from just that happening is enough to really shake the economy. So I highly suggest getting rid of a lot of the debt that you're hanging on to right now this year. Put all your money towards paying off some of the debt so you're not having big payments that are due. And if there is a revenue shortfall, you're going to be fine. So let's say you have a truck. You have 20000 left on it to pay off. 
can you feasibly pay that off in one year versus paying $600 or $700 a month? You probably can if you put your mind to it or pay it down at least to a point where it's reasonable. Same with credit card debt or any other kind of business debt you have. If you're buying something on credit, try to pay that off this year so that you're not running with a lot of debt. And this is a great way to help yourself through a recession. Let's say you lose 10% of your revenue. Not a big deal because you don't have any more debt. You paid it all off this year or over the next year and a half. So if you lose 10% of your revenue, not a big deal again because you don't have that $700 car payment. You don't have that $200 credit card payment. You basically don't have $1,000 in payments. And so if your revenue go from $10,000 to $9,000, you really haven't been hurt because you don't really need that money to pay off the debt. If that makes sense, I think you kind of can correlate that in your head that if you have less debt, you're going to need less income. And so if less income does start coming in and you start losing money because you maybe lost some customers or don't have those installs lined up that you used to have, customers maybe don't want that new pump and filter, they want to hold off for another few months, that really affects you also because you're counting on that money to be coming in at that time and it's not. That's kind of a loss of income because now you have to wait six months for them to do the job that you were going to do that month. So eliminating as much debt as possible is a great way to insulate yourself from a coming recession. The next thing you should be doing is continue your marketing and advertising. I know during a downturn, people first thing they think of is, well, if I'm losing money, I'm going to have to cut my marketing budget and advertising budget down because that's the first thing people think about. If I'm not getting new customers, then therefore I don't need to market for them. But one thing you fail to realize is that marketing needs to be continuous and you're actually marketing for business further down the road, maybe after you get through the recession or maybe there's someone looking during a recession for service, but you stop marketing yourself so you're not going to get that lead. It's very easy to pull back in marketing when something happens. I remember during COVID when it first hit Aqua Magazine, I was talking to Stan. He's one of the people there that sell ads. And he said that a lot of companies just stopped and, you know, it was a real a real big roadblock or a speed bump, I should say, when advertisers were like, whoa, you know, everything's going down the pot. We better stop our ads. But it came back pretty quickly because they realized that by not advertising, you lose that traction. And it's one of those things where someone may look at the magazine and see your ad, but not really think about it. But if it's in there for six or seven issues, it's going to catch their attention eventually. And they're going to see the ad and be like, oh, yeah, they have this product. Same thing with your pool service business. Once you pull yourself off of Google, then you kind of disappear from people's radar. If you're doing something with your customers where if you give me a referral, I'll give you you know, $150 gift card and you stop doing that because maybe you're losing money, then you're going to lose those future leads. So don't stop your marketing. In fact, just keep it consistent. That's something that you don't want to cut. Because you're marketing for future clients and you're marketing as a presence, wherever, whatever you're doing, however you're marketing yourself. I would continue doing that even in a recession. That's probably one of the biggest mistakes you can make is to stop marketing because you want to save that budget because you're losing money in other aspects of your business. Having a good business model is the key also to surviving during a downturn. I mentioned how the builders were kind of on a house of cards where they were relying a lot on the payments coming in to pay everyone, and they didn't really have much cash and reserves or no reserves at all because things were booming and they didn't see any reason why to have any. You should have some kind of cash reserves also. So you should have six months of expenses saved up somewhere, whether it's an equity line, home equity line that you have access to, or you have six months of expenses in the bank. 
that's going to really hedge you against a recession. Or if you need something, let's say your transmission goes out in your truck, you have to replace it, and that's really expensive. If you have, if you're in a recessionary time where you don't have the extra money coming in, but you need to do a major repair like that, having that emergency fund of six months is a great way to keep yourself from going into credit card debt or for not having that vehicle for an extended period of time. So having a good business model where you have that emergency fund, the six months of expenses that you can pay if something were to happen, you also have a good business model where you're consistent with your billing, with your payment receivables. And I think that's one thing that happens during a recession is that since the pool company is kind of like low on the radar, they feel like, I can't, I don't need to pay the pool guy because I got to pay my cable bill, my phone, my cell phone, and I got to pay my car payment and I got to pay my mortgage, of course, otherwise I'm not going to have a house for the pool guy to come clean the pool at. These are all things that go to people's head, heads. And since you really have very little recourse except stopping service, basically, they realize that they can just stop paying you for a month or pay you late. You're like the last person on their list when things are getting tight to pay. I don't know anyone who is in a tight situation and the first person they think of paying is the pool guy or gal saying, hey, I got to take care of these people because they make my pool look really good. So they're first on my list. Doesn't happen that way mentally. Doesn't happen that way in reality. And so you got to figure out ways to keep those late payments from piling up because truthfully, those late payments are a loss of revenue. If you have 10% of your clients paying you 10 or 15 days late, you don't have that money to pay your bills or to pay other things with. And therefore, that's actually a loss right there. You're going to get it eventually, but you're paying, playing catch up at that point. And so find some ways to stop those late payments from multiplying. A good way to do this, if you have customers that are perpetually late payers, put them on an auto pay. Tell them that you would want them to pay you in advance. You can put them on advance billing in some extreme circumstances. But get them in an auto pay system where every month out of their bank account, the pool service gets drawn out and you get paid from those customers. Also set up other easy ways to pay you like through Zelle or other methods, you know, credit card payments, take credit card payments. If you don't take them now, go ahead and start taking credit card payments. You can pass the fee on to the customer or absorb it. It's like 2.7 or 2.9% of the payment. Just getting the money in some cases is enough that you don't have to even worry about the, the fee. I send square invoices all the time to people that owe me money. And I say, oh, would it be easier if I just send you a square invoice and you can pay me? And they're, yeah, sure. They can pay you with the credit card because they're not too worried about it. It just adds to their credit card balance. And then they don't really feel it out of their bank. So think of creative ways to get the payments from customers, especially if you did an install and the customer is kind of not paying you or not sending you that check. Tell them they can sell it to you or you can send them a square invoice. They can pay you on square a lot of times they feel really comfortable doing that because they know they can use their credit card and just, and just pay their credit card company monthly instead of paying you the full amount. So get creative because that may be coming to where people are going to have hard times. And again, you're the last person on their mind when it comes to paying bills when they're behind and everything else. And, you know, it's okay to get frustrated. I get this a lot from pool guys. They're like, hey, is there anyone that can help me collect money? It's really difficult. You have to go to small claims court in a lot of cases and, you know, to get the money at the end is just going to cost you more money in some cases. And one thing that happens, too, during a recession is that you give people a little more grace. And it's like, okay, they're a month behind. They're two months behind. Normally, I stop service at two months, but I'm going to keep going with this customer because they've been with me for a long time. If you're three or four months into a late payer, 
pretty much you're just working for free and you're just doing something for charity. So I would stop and keep your one month cutoff if that's where you have it at. Don't extend it out any further because chances are once they fall so far behind, they're not going to pay you anyway. You're just wasting your time and energy out there. It's just something that may happen during one of these tight periods where everyone's kind of tightening their belts financially. You may lose accounts, so figure you're going to lose 10% of your accounts right off the bat. If you have 100 accounts, you're going to be down to 90. If you have 50 accounts, you're going to be down to 45 accounts. It's just something that's going to happen. So you will lose accounts. How many are you going to lose? Probably not a ton of them, but you are going to lose accounts. You are going to lose installs. There's going to be some losses in the industry for sure. There's no doubt about it. It happens all the time when there's a pullback in the economy and any kind of situation, a black swan event, anything that happens, people pull back and they kind of insulate themselves. They can't pull back for long with pool service because doing it themselves, they go to the pool store and they're going to get sticker shock when they see how much everything costs. So don't be, don't worry too much about customers that drop off. They may come back. So be very gracious and open with the customers that cancel. Let them know that if they want service again, not a problem. They can call you anytime to reestablish service and just keep everything very open-ended on their end. And hopefully they have paid up, of course, before they canceled. You want to collect that money if they do want to reestablish service. You want to make sure there's no money outstanding in that case. And lastly, during a recession, this is probably going to hurt the economy also. It's one of those things where it's like a catch-22, but you don't want to be overspending yourself. If you were thinking about buying new equipment or buying a new truck or buying something new for your own personal use, I would say put that off until things settle down, until you can see your new income that's coming in during the recessionary period and you want to limit the amount of money that you're spending that's discretionary. Again, this is going to exasperate the problem because in order to get the economy going again, you have to spend money. But since the economy is slowing down, you want to pull back also so you're not spending money which causes the economy to pull back even further. And it's one of those vicious cycles where when things are booming, you're buying stuff, spending money, you're not worried about it. When things are bad, like everyone else, you're pulling back. And you can't, you got to do that because it's not logical for you to buy a new car or to upgrade something during a period of time where you may be losing money at certain periods during the month or not having the same income you had the year prior to that. And so the pullback is perfectly normal and it's going to affect the economy, of course, because the only way the economy is going to get better if people start spending money again. I understand that. But I'm just saying to insulate yourself from recession in your pool business, you're going to have to do what everyone else does and kind of watch what you spend during the recession. Pull back when you need to. And of course, pay off those debts so that you can weather the storm without worrying too much about making that car payment or credit card payment or paying for this and that because that payment will be gone. And if you lose 10% of your income, 10% of your clients. It's really not a big deal if you've taken these steps to kind of insulate yourself from the recession that may or may not be coming. But there are, of course, rumblings already, and there's already some effects on the economy. So you may lose some business regardless if you get a full-blown recession or not. There's definitely a pullback in the economy happening at this point. And if you're interested in other podcasts that I recorded, you can go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and on the banner, click on that podcast icon. It'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts I recorded. If you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program. You can learn more at PoolGuyCoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show.
Real quick, if you're not using pool server software, try skimmer free for 30 days at get skimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's get skimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.